Nazir Perik Vav Mishnah 6.5. The mission now will contrast the three areas in which the Nazir is restricted, meaning the exposure to the Tuma, hair cutting, and consumption of grape products, and show that each of the three have um, certain strictures that don't apply necessarily to the other two. So the mission begins by saying again, Shlosha Minna Surim Nazir. Again, we repeat there are three areas of restriction that apply to the Nazir. Hatuma, exposure to Tumas Mace, corpse Tuma. Vatiglachas, removing the hair from the top of his head. Vayotz Menagefen, and the consumption of grape products. So the mission says, Chomer Batuma Vatiglachas Mibiyotz Menagefen. In one respect, there's a stricture that applies to exposure to Tuma and hair cutting that does not apply to consumption of grape products. Because Shatuma Vatiglachas Sosren, when one becomes tame or removes hair as a nazir, so that can set him back in terms of having to restart his count or, or have to extend his count. But the consumption of grape products, Eino Soser, doesn't set him back at all. Okay, so let's just unpack the details here. A lot of us just review. Uh, the first thing is when it comes to Tuma, so we said when the nazir becomes exposed to specifically corpse Tuma, so then... Um, essentially, he'll have to be matar himself, recut his hair, and basically start again um, after bringing some carbonos. So, although we learned previously, there are some kind of weird exceptions where if it was on the first or second day that he got exposed to the tuma. In general, the point is he starts from scratch um, altogether. So, if he's you know in the middle of a year-long naziris and he becomes exposed to tuma for whatever reason, corpse tuma, then he starts again from the very beginning. Okay, that's what soser would mean quite literally. Soser means to destroy. It totally, you know, removes, destroys all the days he had counted so far. When it comes to tiglachas, the haircut, so the truth is that, as we saw yesterday in the previous Mishnah, the truth is that um, how the Bartana learns and most learn, getting one's haircut doesn't restart the clock per se. It's just that. Um, the Pasuk requires he has to have para, like Godel um, para sa rosho, he has to have a growth of, uh, whatever, wild hair on his head. And that means at least 30 days of growth. And so although removing the hair, and really even removing most of the hair from his head, doesn't in truth um, restart his clock necessarily, he can't end his naziris till he has 30 days of hair growth, and which he'll then need to cut off, as, and then use part of the concluding procedure with the tiglachas of tahara. So um, that being the case, he can be set back, meaning... Um, if it happens within 30 days of the end of his Naziris, then he's going to have to wait a full 30 days from then before he can conclude his Naziris. That's how most learn, like the Bartzenor. I did explain yesterday, the Rambam learns that he actually gets an extra 30 days tacked on to his Naziris. So if he was doing Naziris for 60 days, whether he became, he cut off his hair on the first or the last day or any day in the middle, um, he's going to end up doing a total of 90 days of Naziris um, after the fact. When it comes to drinking wine, so like the other two areas of restriction. Drinking wine or grape products is forbidden from the Torah. There are the consequences, like you saw before, Malchus perhaps, etc. But at all events, it doesn't doesn't um, reset the clock. So even if he was drinking wine during his Naziris period, and he might have consequences for that elsewhere, if he took on to be a Nazir for 30 days, then his Naziris will last for um, exactly that, 30 days and no more. Now the truth is that's true on a Doraisa level, um, that his clock doesn't reset for expo- consuming great products as opposed to hair cutting and exposure to tuma. However, Midrabanan, um, at least how the Rambam learns, 
uh, he'll get an extra day for each day he drank wine. So what that means is that um, if if uh, he took on a standard 30-day Naziris, and um, on five of those days he drank wine, so then he actually has to do a total of 35 days Naziris because the days on which he drank wine don't count towards his 30-day commitments, but that's all Midorobanan. Okay? The mission didn't consider that. Now, the mission goes on to say, furthermore, um, Chomer b'yotzim in ha'gefen me'betuma u'v'teglachas. There's a stricture that applies um, specifically to consumption of grape products, which doesn't apply to exposure to corpse tumma or hair cutting. When it comes to consumption of grape products, there simply is no exception to the rule. Um, even if one would have, hypothetically, some kind of mitzvah or raisa to drink wine, still he couldn't drink the wine, etc. When it comes to exposure to corpse tumma and removing hair from the head, there are exceptions to the rule. There are scenarios in which the Torah requires him to shave his hair or become exposed to corpse tumma, and as we'll see in a moment, and uh, those, while they do perhaps set him back, it means if he has his hair cut because of that mitzvah, he'll need to um, get 30 more days of growth, and if he became tummy from his mitzvah, he'll still have to restart his naziris again. Um, but notwithstanding, it's not a, he's supposed to do it, that's a proper thing to do, he won't get punished for it. Um, so that is what's called the Tiglachas Mitzvah of a Mace Mitzvah. When he has such a mitzvah to do haircutting, or when he has a mitzvah with a corpse, what would those be? So the Tiglachas Mitzvah, the haircutting mitzvah, is if a Nazir was also a Mitzora. Mitzora is this person who has that, those certain skin ailments, um, he becomes Tame. At the end of the Mitzora's time being Mitzora, once it's resolving itself, so then the Tsaras is resolving itself, so then. He has a mitzvah, the mitzvah has a mitzvah to remove all the hair on his entire body, not just his head, um, but also like his eyebrows and his legs and everything else, um, as part of his concluding procedure. So there you see as a mitzvah, he has a mitzvah to shave his head. Um, and the Pasuk says, Yigalach eskol sa'aro, he shall shave off all his hair. And that's a mitzvah sa'aseh, and the mitzvah sa'aseh, the positive commandment is docha pushes off the lo the restriction from the Torah of the Nazir shaving the hair on his head. So that will be a mitzvah that the, if a person's a Nazir and a mitzvah, he has a mitzvah to shave his hair even though he's a Nazir and he'll do so. Again, he'll be set back 30 days perhaps, but but so what? He's supposed to do it. Um, as far as the Meitzah mitzvah, so the Meitzah mitzvah is the scenario in which there's a corpse and there's no one there to bury it. No one's going to bury this corpse except for our hero, the Nazir. So then he's obligated to go and, and be metapal with the mace to involve himself with the proper burial of the mace. Let's learn that from Sukkim because the Sukkim don't just say that the Nazir can't become Tommy. It also says, He can't become Tommy for his father and mother. Those extra inclusion of the specifics come to teach us as the Gemara learns out that he wouldn't become tummy for his father or mother, but he should become tummy to take care of someone who no one else will bury him. So again, he has a mitzvah to deal with the mitzvah and bury it, but then, and no consequences of Malkas, etc., of course, but he will nevertheless have to start again. Okay. The Mishnah continues and says, I should say, um, before I finish that point, as far as the mitzvah to drink wine or eat grape products, 
The truth is that the Gemara struggles um, to find a scenario in which one has a mitzvah d'oraisa to drink wine. That would be analogous. Um, it, it settles on a case where a person took a, let's say, a shvua to drink wine. So now he's bound midoraisa to drink the wine, but too bad that shvua, that oath will not um, override. There's no exception to the rule. He can't drink wine while he's a nazar. Okay. The Mishnah concludes with the final case. It says, V'chomer batuma. There is a stricture which applies to exposure to corpse, which doesn't apply to haircutting. Because there's two pronged issue. First of all, exposure to corpse makes him get a full reset and start from scratch, losing all of his days essentially. And also, there are carbonos to be brought when a person becomes time in the middle of his is uh, Naziris, so he has to bring these three korbanos, those two birds. We'll see more about that uh, shortly, Bez Hashem, in the Akhmei Mishnah. But um, he brings these two birds as an Ola Nechatas, and also he brings that Asham, that guilt offering. With um, when it comes to haircutting, whether they did it willfully or otherwise, Enos Oseris, Elish Loshim, at most he learns, he loses 30 days, not the entire Naziris, which could be, you know, years Potentially, and according to Bartolomeo, maybe he learns nothing. In fact, um, if he's more than thirty days away from the conclusion of his naziris, and the ein chayavin le'akarvan, yeah, whether even if one whether he did it purposely or accidentally, he did it himself. Someone else did it to him. Doesn't matter. Hair cutting doesn't necessitate the bringing of a korban, the ashram, and so on. That's only for the corpse tuma. Therefore, we see that in some ways the restrictions of of um, tuma are more chomer, more strict and stringent than mibetiglachas, from then the rules that apply to him cutting hair on his head.